y'all. Welcome to the Heart of the Podcast with MSTC. I'm Mel. I am George. I'm Nicholas. All right, so it's been a bit since we've been back. There's been a lot of life stuff going on for us, but we're ho- we are back and we're hopefully continuing forward and making sure that we give you the quality Yu-Gi-Oh content, maybe Pokemon content that you're looking forward to. Oh, yeah, some good old Pokemon content. Old po- yeah, quite a bit has changed for us in the last couple of months since this came, our last episode. But I think... We can, we'll weave that in throughout our conversation here, but I think the thing on everybody's sort of front focal front point is that we got a new ban list. Before we get into the ban list topic, I do want to shout out uh, Player X from our sister podcast, Semi Limited, because he really was the one that kind of like lit a fire under us to uh, get this started again. We were very... Uh, he really did. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say we, we, we had like, I guess life, yeah, life got in the way, but uh, you know, just hanging out with player x and for, for me anyway um, hanging out with player x when we were up uh when we went to the rochester region of seeing all the support that you know his friends you know had towards his podcast and just the way he like just the way he is you know player x is uh i mean if you haven't if you guys haven't given him a listen you guys definitely should it's a semi-limited podcast he's just an all-around good dude so yeah, i really do appreciate him kind of again lighting that fire underneath us to to get this go up and going again you know i echo the sentiment yeah yeah sure. That's that's fair. You know, let's let's well, we won't talk about the ban list right away. Let's talk about what we've kind of been up to for the past couple months. Uh, we did visit the Rochester regionals. Oh, and by the way, Joseph would be here, but he's busy with he'll be on in a future episode. He's busy today. He couldn't make it back, but we wanted to. Uh, so we went to the Rochester regionals. This was uh, about a month ago. A couple of us talked about that, our experience on Axis podcast. But for our listeners, what did you all think of the Rochester regional? It was at Millennium Game. First. I want to say that the location spectacular. Mm-hmm. It is a magnificent place to go play card games or just just to hang out, man. Like I've never seen anything like that before and I was really going upstate, right? I felt like we were going to go to like some dingy dungeon where, you know, the bathroom smells like piss and mm-hmm. you know, we're yeah. playing basement regionals and you know, I thought it was I I did not expect anything remotely close to that 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 place felt like that place felt like that it it was awesome like from the rotating displays to the just the amount of room that they had for all the players and i think it was was it what was it like 300 players Mm -hmm. yeah it was a decent number yeah and and it didn't feel it didn't feel crowded like at all at all you know it it felt like they could have definitely fit in another hundred without without feeling crowded at all they had spare space in the back Yeah. then their streaming setup was amazing too it yeah. was yeah it was nice it really i just i kind of watched the uh some of the uh some of the stream um a couple of days later and i saw that uh it was like real top quality shit like it really felt like it looked like we were out of ycs just the way like everything was being recorded constantly and it was it was awesome i really enjoyed it shout out to them whatever they're doing they're doing the right thing yeah for real honestly and uh for me like i i feel like i've said this so many times on this podcast for me, a really big thing with regionals is the state of the bathroom. And that's not because of the the Yu-Gi-Oh players, because they're idiots and they'll destroy the bathroom. Uh, but it's more like if the venue has the capacity. And this venue had a pretty big bathroom, and it was pretty clean, actually. And I was like, you know what? This is great. Like, I, I just really hate going to an event where there's not enough bathroom space, or the bathroom just is like an absolute disarray. It's so disgusting it really like sours the whole experience for me millennium games did a really good job they it was very nice and it was definitely big enough so i appreciate that 
And yeah. I, I think it's it's a real testament to somebody who knows their craft uh, and knows what they're doing. He the the owner was very well prepared, and I think while the, the I think the event started May, it was supposed to start at ten. It started like ten thirty, ten forty five. But he it was impressive to see him kind of move on the fly. The last time that they did an event was pre pandemic. So this was the first, re- this was actually one of the first regionals that New York actually had since pandemic started uh, or mm-hmm. ended. So for him, one of the things they did that I really appreciated is they had deckless submission after the first round started. So it was nice to be like, all right, they have to go through all these deckless, get everybody started, and we'll work through it as we go. And I think the last round ended well within i think like eight or nine o'clock like nobody was there super late which i was very impressed because it was yeah it was it was nice man it really was for sure really well done i think we've we've kind of talked about this a little bit the bathroom situation could like there's not not much can be handled because obviously that store is not intended to have that many people that often uh but it was definitely it was cool to see multiple card games and multiple board games represented like that is a that is a hobby shop through and through but is a very high quality one definitely recommend if you have a chance go out to millennium games in rochester and i think on average their locals gets 30 to 50 people yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a their version of a gamer's choice down here same like a similar similarly large clientele with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's definitely really cool to see um yeah, and uh in terms of performance uh i know that if you get a chance go ahead and listen to xavier uh, xavier's podcast um semi-limited he did a really good recap of everything uh, for our li- uh, listeners. Uh, George was doing the best of us. Um, and then the rest of us were like, it was the first time a friend of ours, uh, Kevin was playing and everybody, I, I was really happy with uh, being able to like go to a bigger event and bring a first timer there and see kind of his expression, his face light up as we're playing. Uh, it was definitely really cool. He's somebody who has just picked up the game in the last like six to eight months and was like, I might be losing, but I'm having a lot of fun. And that's really what, Yu-Gi-Oh is all about for the most part. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that reaction to be honest. Yeah, I was. I, I thought like, oh man, this is gonna be rough for him. He's gonna get so upset. He's probably not gonna play branded anymore, and or he just he's just gonna want to leave. Well, well, but I mean, no. he, he, he shouldn't uh, play branded anymore because branded's a bad deck. But that's a different time for a, <laughs> that's a different take for a different time. I'm just fucking with Kevin. I don't know if he listens. I just I try to bother Kevin as much as possible for a variety of reasons. I love you, Kevin. Kevin better be listening. He's the one that uh, he's always complaining yeah. that we, we yeah. have enough content. So. He was like, you guys don't fucking do it enough. I was like, you know what? He's right. Sorry, George. Go ahead. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. But yeah, no, you're right. It, it was it was awesome that uh, that Kevin got that experience. Um, he learned a lot over the weekend, which I was super impressed by. And it just kind of goes to show you like you you have like the not everybody in the community is, is going to be uh, as welcoming and as accepting as I think as player X and his friends, because they really like, mm-hmm. they, they were really out there to, to, to help Kevin, um, especially uh, Brendan. He yeah, was definitely yeah. uh, helping him the night before, um, you know, prepping and Kevin picked up a lot of small texts that he still uses. But yeah, I, one thing about card games is that you're always going to have those gatekeepers that don't want to either share texts or share strategies. Uh, for whatever reason they don't want to yeah it's true it's very very true but no it it definitely wasn't like that i did it i never once felt you know um not welcomed up there so i mean if i if i had if if i could go again i definitely would maybe not drive up there but uh, (laughs) yeah definitely go back up there 
I think I want to add actually that it not only were X's friends like very like knowledgeable and helpful, like like I mean they'll give you shit like but in a fun way, right? They'll be like, ah, you're trash. But let, let me tell you, let me tell you about the play you could have done. It was actually it was great. It was actually really great. And then the locals that they had, not at Millennium Games, they're local locals. I really liked that place too. It was big, everybody was really friendly. I, I liked the it was nice. I liked the whole vibe up there, to be honest. It's just a yeah. little far. I wish it was closer, to be honest with you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Comic Zone is perfect segue, Nick. Uh, Comic Zone is where we went uh, the day after the regional, uh, and their play that place is really another example of like somebody who understands that mm-hmm. they're a hobby shop, but they want to do cards. Uh, especially compared to our local area, where Swiggy unfortunately is a comic shop that is not necessarily a card shop. But this one is uh, Comic Zone in upstate New York is very much a this is where we go. This is where people go to play Yu-Gi-Oh, to play Pokemon, to play Magic. Like It's a card shop, and it's nice to see that. Uh, I grew up there, and uh, while it's unfortunate to see that they don't have the display cases with singles, because they used to have that, they've become a, they serve so many different spaces that it just became too uh, untenable for them to actually keep that up because they do like Warhammer, they do, they have a giant comic selection, uh, board game selection. And I know that like my family who still lives in upstate, they go there, um, they know the owner uh, and they go there at least once or twice, uh, once a week or once every two weeks to do a couple board games just because it's like a fun space to be That's, that's so nice, honestly, really. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like sometimes I wish like we had, because New York City is, I mean, you have locals here, of course. It's New York City. I mean, it's gigantic. But, like, the problem is that sometimes it feels like New York is almost too big, where it's like, if you go to locals, you'll see a couple of people you recognize, but it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like they're either a little too far, or the traffic's really bad, or it's like, like they're, I, I, I feel like I liked the locals scene at Syracuse a little better. Just felt a little more homey, a little more friendly. Yeah. Speaking of Syracuse, I left yeah. crowned uh, King of the Qs. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I am their champion. That's right, so, George. And they just have to accept it. <laughs> like, yeah, left undefeated. I came in. I wasn't even the one talking trash. Joseph was the one talking <laughs> trash. And- <laughs> well, that's that's to be that's to be expected if you yeah. if you know Joseph at all. But yeah, yeah, yeah that was we, George and I both were undefeated throughout Syracuse, but we had to leave early. And but we did throw a bit of a wrench in their summer plans, which was fun. Uh, yeah. I went uh, I went one and one at their locals. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. Joseph went one and one and Kevin went oh and two. But again, Kevin was like one thing I appreciated was Kevin played against like seven different decks. And yeah, he really did. In our <laughs> sort of circle, because we were pr- gearing up for the regional, we were playing specific decks to pr- to practice. And it was nice to see him be like I have I played against like seven different types of decks and three of four of them I'd never seen before. So it was like I was learning quickly to see Kevin sort of grow um, and be But I think the day after we got back, he's like, when's Yu-Gi-Oh this week? And can you guys bring different decks? I want to try and play against other things in practice. And I'm like, compl- he complained when I did that, too. I brought four under and he was like, it's impossible. I was like, no, it's, it's very beatable. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, he was like, I'm afraid to normal summon. I was like, you should be, but also like, but, but, uh, t- I talked to him a lot after that too, about flu things. And then this week I surprised him again. I brought pure go second board breaker, sky striker. And then I gave him some tips on, on how to approach that deck. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of the biggest, big thing that happened to us over the past couple months. Um, we do, we, end, uh, and then myself, George and Kevin did go to, uh, a re- the regional in Philly. Unfortunately, we did not do nearly as well as we did in Rochester or Syracuse, but 
regional season's upon us. Uh, it's really, it's really cool. I always love going to regionals. Uh, and I think one thing that I'm going to start doing more is I'm actually, I want to stick out and play through the whole regional because at one, I, I was looking at the end records and I was like, oh, if I had one out, I might've been able to make like you know, 50 or whatever. Um, but you know, I, I recognize that like, that's a lot of burden to put on people who I was getting a ride from. So I think that in the future, <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to, I definitely want to be a little bit more pushy on like, hey, let's try and play it out, get the experience. That's how we get. Oh yeah, very sure. true. Sometimes I, I feel like, especially for Philly, like I I started off I, I started off misplaying, and you know it was just I, I got down on myself very early, and then I was like, man, mm -hmm. I just I want to get out of here. I don't want to I don't want to be around this. And then, but it's just, it's just the nature of the game. You're not going right. to win every every duel. Yeah, I mean it's 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 like a it's a card game. Unless you're right? Jesse Cotton, then well, he's, yeah, <laughs> well. <laughs> The, pro the problem is that it's a card game, so, I mean, you can build your deck nearly perfectly, and it has a lot of variance. There's just things you can't control sometimes. Very true. Yeah. Well, speaking of sort of variance, we had a ban list, I guess we can call it, although it was kind of... Question mark. Uh, a question mark, indeed. Uh, George, you were the, the one that were like, hey, the ban list is out. Do you want to give us a recap of what was on it? Yeah. Notable. Kashtira, Arisehart, banned. Yep. yep. Zelta 3. Ugh. That's it. Yeah. Literally, that's it. Like nothing else. It was like it's a coward. Like chaos space. I think. I think yeah, chaos space got limited, and magma hook got limited. Yeah. yeah. Again, which is like oh, and herald, but no one cares. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so. I don't know. It's so weird. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today, right? The ban list when it came out, it was supposed to keep um, tier zero decks or just keep the game in check, yeah. right? But I think that it's no longer put in place to keep anything in check. Now it's just put out there so Konami can make money off a new product and new archetypes rather than keeping something in check. Because, I mean, while, yeah, I mean, a rise heart can be oppressive, it wasn't tier zero. Kestira wasn't tier zero by any means anymore or ever, really. Yeah. People were, people were getting tired of playing that deck anyway. It was going to, Mel hates this, but it was going to fizzle out regardless. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, it, was, it was already going towards a like an unchained meta, which is now what we're going to be facing. Um, I don't know. It, I just feel like it's very weird that the game went from, all right, you, we have to ban Yada because that is the the card that's like that's the trouble card that's like people are having no fun we're we're afraid that people are gonna stop playing the game because this card is just too busted to yeah um we're gonna print a new archetype and or we're gonna print new cards so we need to ban this card so nobody so people stop playing this deck and start buying product for you know this next deck that is gonna be you know tier one or tier one and a half so so like my my opinion on the ban list is pretty like and it's funny because i played cash tira and i'm not even like oh i'm so mad about a rice heart i'm actually really not it's more just like this ban list was a coward's ban list because all this ban list said was i mean to me at least i kind of just agree with what you said george it was very transparently to me uh stop playing stop playing dragon link so that's what that's what magnum and cast space were about stop playing cash tira that's what a rise heart was about buy these other cards. That was really all this list was. It was just like a money list. They were like, stop playing those decks, play these decks, and we're going to force you to stop playing them by hitting some cards. Although, I mean, you, you could actually still play both of those decks, to be honest with you. So I I was really disappointed. I, I wanted the ban list to be massive. I wanted the ban list to 
No, I agree. Nuke several decks into the sun. I including Kashira. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna hit a Rise Heart, like that's such a coward's move. Hit Fenrir to one. Hit Birth to one. Like like really like Branded could use a couple hits, even though it's bad. Like I feel like it was so yeah bad. No, I agree. It's just I bad. agree a thousand percent. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent with you. That's I, that's why I feel like Gazelle also got bought to three because Legendary Duelists that said is like hot garbage besides uh salaman great of fire and the uh, sunlight wolf ghost rare um mm -hmm. and now salaman great of fire went it went from a seven dollar card to i think was like 20 and now i'm not sure if it's dropped but the last i checked it was like a 38 dollar card so it just keeps on going up and i don't know if, if konami thinks that people are gonna go out and buy boxes of these cards to pull a salaman great of fire because salads aren't really gonna do anything anymore they're you know their day in the sun Mm -hmm. is long behind them you know um it might be a cool like uh rogue deck that like might cheese out some wins but it's it's really over i you would have to print some busted fucking card like it's you know a math make singular level type card to make salads busted but it's, uh, i can't think of anything that that's really gonna take that deck back to tier one but yeah no. with that being said it's i yeah i think it was a, uh, it was just like a cop out from konami to, to make it to make the the ban list the way they did yeah for sure they let and they let, sorry mel i want to hear your takes first before i give you some other alternate opinions too i was shocked at the size of it i th i was fully expecting a a hammer list like destroy every meta thing we've been playing these decks for too long get rid of them i was expecting sleepy to one i was expecting my friend to one i was expecting branded fusion to one i was expecting some of the brunette cards to be gone i was expecting sprite to take a hit i was expecting a couple other like i i knew dragon link was going to get hit i assumed this magma hood and druid swarm were going to get hit. i knew i assumed gesture was going to get hit in some mm -hmm. shape but it was just like there's so many things that both got missed in my opinion but also got left on the list like we did we were talking in our chat as soon as that magic specter stuff got announced like kieran's probably coming off to one which i still think that that card needs to stay there it's too much of a problem I'm surprised the tier stuff stayed at one. I was expecting maybe get rid of, maybe get uh, bring one of the girls back, put something else to one. It just, it felt like there were a lot of just, this list felt like nobody really tried. Like they're like, oh, Kastira was, Kastira's winning, so let's hit it. But I was watching a bit by Jesse Cotton, it's funny you both mentioned him. He was saying like, I was at the top tables and I didn't see a single Kastira player. Like Kastira yeah. had a lot of representation, but people are like not they it, were not playing it knowing that it was going to get hit people, they're trying people out bored. new stuff yeah people were like we've been playing kashira for a long time at this point which is interesting yeah. that i just felt like there were some things that being at sort of the regional and playing at some of the lower tables people were like seeing the variety of decks i appreciated seeing that but now that was a, a lot of that was because arise heart was in the format and you had to like some mm -hmm. decks just had a natural way to combat it but now it, mm -hmm. now i'm just seeing like a bit more of a homogenized top list with our next topic of like what we think is coming up and nick you had some alternate opinions you said yeah so the other opinion i had was in terms of the band like like there there were so many cards that you could definitely make a cogent argument for banning a rise art there is no doubt about that like i'm a cash tier player it's a bummer but like I wouldn't also sit here and tell you, no, Kashtira or Rise Heart was fine and it shouldn't have been banned, like, because that's not realistic. Same with Magnumut, to be honest with you. Like, Magnumut, I think it should have been harsher. I think Magnumut and Drewsworm should have gone to zero, not one, zero. But they left so many problematic cards in the game that even if people don't use them, it's just like they shouldn't be there. Like, why? There are so many. Like, for example, 
And you guys can tell me I if you agree or disagree. Uh, dimensional barrier is not a fun card to play against. It's so it's not because it's not fun. Like when you're like when I'm when I'm sitting there smugly playing flu Andres, and then I flip barrier and I'm like, oh, uh, Xyz, and you know you're playing Madolce or whatever. Is that like a fun Yu-Gi-Oh match? Not really, right? They left that in the game. They left Featherstorm in the game. They left Puppet Lock in the game, and all this other stupid bullshit that they should they take out. They also left. Calamity in the game, which that's going to be a nightmare to deal with when Centuria comes out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so just no forethought at all, really, or just laziness. I really don't know. They left Shifter in the game. They left. They did. I mean, which they shouldn't have. You could make an argument like Nibiru is kind of an annoying card to deal with, or Droll. Droll is also still in the yeah, game. Yeah. Like these. Wait. So so hard. So go back. Which Calamity are you referring to? It's hot red King Calamity. Ah ah yes yes yeah. yes very yeah, very. Centuria can make that in i think under five summon yes very very and they can make it on your opponent it's, it's a card that set that reads your opponent can't play and like those cards they suck. and they left them all and they left them all in the do game they yes, really George, suck, they though? suck they they do because the thing is like i make a distinction between trap cards that say your opponent can't do certain things because you can out those versus like there really isn't a way to respond to fucking king calamity right like that he's it's just the level 12 that your opponent shits out and then they say okay now you can't do anything the great man once said Draw the out, five head. That's right. <laughs> Eradicator's still there. Oh Labyrinth, yeah, I forgot I mean, about Labyrinth that. didn't take any, about Labyrinth that. didn't take any hits. Not a, well, it's, it's and it's funny because it's actually not that much of a threat anymore because oh, it's of gonna Unchained. be. They're getting a busted ass card soon. You mean the the, the uh, what's it called the six? Yeah, that just says hey, activate a trap card when you want. We've we, we saw how good that yeah, was. Yeah, ignore with the rule. Akira. ignore the rule. It's going to be a problem. I, I feel like they they really could have done a little bit of future-proofing, but instead what they did was they said, hey, you should stop playing Visa Starfrost lore cards and also fuck Dragon Link. Play these other things. And I, I just, like, I resent that ham-fisted approach because they've had ban lists before that were reasonable. Even the one before this, where they limited Arise Heart and they put Unicorn to two. Like, people were mad because they wanted Kestir to get hit more. That ban list was more reasonable in that... You could tell that they were like, all right, so Kashtir is a little too strong. Let's tone it down a little, but you could still play it. And it was like, okay. Like, like that. you could tell they had like thought about it a little bit, right? They banned Diablosis. It was, everybody was like, yeah, you know what? Diablosis did have to get banned. This one just. It's very strange. I'm no, no bueno. I'm curious how long this la this list will last. I feel like this might be a, a much shorter list than we're used to. Cause I feel like we're head, we'll head into once. Age of Overlord comes out and those new cards come out, it's going to be tricky navigating. Oh, do you think we're going to get an E-ban list? Maybe. I don't know if we'll get an E-ban list. At this point, I don't know if they'll call them E-ban list, I think, because it says after a few in a few months, uh, like yeah, that yeah. could be December, that could be November. I do think we'll get it. I hope we'll get a ban list sooner because... I think Centurion's going to be a substantial problem. Yeah. I think it's going to be a problem. I, I mean, in terms of like, will it last? If you mean like the cards that are on here, Arise Heart is never coming back, which is, again, probably reasonable. Uh, Magnema should go to zero, in my opinion. Actually, I think more of the Bestials should be on there. And Chaos Space might come back way in the future. I mean, they're probably permanent additions in the sense that those cards aren't coming back. Yeah. But like... I'm also fully expecting this to do nothing to Dragon Link and then still... Oh, yeah. No, Dragon Link is a deck no, that no. will never die. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything. The two best attributes with the best type. Yeah, it won't do anything. And the funny thing is, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, this... Like, a lot of Kestira players were like, well, this this actually just makes it that you can't play this deck. 
And that's actually not correct, because if you really think about it, people were like, well, now we don't have a going first play. And my response to that would be, number one, don't go first, which with Kashtira was kind of always good. Going second was never that bad, to be honest with you. And the other thing is, there's like, there are so many options in that deck to play it in like a mid-range control style in archetype. Like if you run like three births, a couple preps, and then you just make big dudes activate all their effects in sequence while you have two Shangri-La around the field. I'm telling you what, my friend, you're locking seven zones. So it's like, it's going to be like a control go second blowout strategy. And that's very viable if you catch people off guard. And it's not like a Rise Heart going first was that good anyway. Like, to be honest with you, there were a lot of times where, like, as a person who piloted it, there were a lot of times where, one, I didn't even want to make it because I knew it was going to be outed immediately. And then the other thing was it, it, it like the fact that it triggers every time something happens made it very vulnerable. So in a lot of ways, it's, it's not better that it's gone, of course, but there is now room to explore. You could do Adventurer Cash. A bunch of people made Dinomorphia Cash, which is really funny to me. Um, some people did Manadium Cash Scareclaw with more of like the Scareclaw cards thrown in with like, like you make Tryheart and you try to force your opponent to do stuff. It, there's a lot of things you could do. So I think that it's like it's kind of like I always said, if you play Kashtira, but you don't have the giant target on your back, you might actually have more success because your opponent might be less prepared for it. Speaking of giant targets on their back, what do we think is going to come out? What do we think is going to happen in the regular three? Like, yeah. I think I think I think Unchained will become. Oh, Unchained is going to be busted. Yeah, Unchained is busted. I think Unchained is going to become oppressively unfun because without Kashtira in the game specifically, most of the other decks have removal in the form of destruction and that does not help. It makes things worse. Kashtira is one of the only decks that had non-destruction removal. So it's going it's going to be very very difficult for decks to play against Unchained. I think Unchained will unquestionably be the best yeah, deck. Unchained will be it'll be the deck to beat. It's so fascinating like an archetype that Literally one person, I two people I knew. One of them was a streamer played. Is now the undis like almost undisputed like top deck because and I guess we should have seen it coming. A deck that is like yeah, go ahead and destroy my stuff. I really want you to. <laughs> yeah. It now has the tools to become so yeah. Break their board. They have three cards in hand and two things in the grave of that connect. It's it's yeah. so fa it's just fascinating. It's 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 gonna be one of those. Pirelli, we'll see. Pirelli is probably gonna keep going. They'll still yeah. be strong. Although, again, Pirelli gets caught in the crossfire a lot. Again, Jesse Cotton had a really good video on, like, the reason he doesn't play Pirelli, and it's because it gets caught in the crossfire of so many things, because almost every hand trap in the game hurts Pirelli, and it's it's just like every format you're going to have, you're going to play hand traps. I think the one that hurts them the least, potentially, is Droll and Ash, but Droll is now probably going to drop out of the format quite a bit. Doesn't Ash matter anymore so much. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Like, you're you're drolling against your your unchained opponent. Cool. They don't give a shit at all. Yeah. And I, I also think, like you said, in the future, Mel. Like, just looking forward, I think Centuri Centuri. However, however the fuck you say it, I think yeah. that deck is going to be like so powerful that it might not be very fun. I think that Labyrinth is going to be obnoxious because they didn't hit any of the traps that make that deck yeah. not fun. Or, the or any of the monsters, really. And um, they will have to do a little bit of rebalancing. I think Centurion, to me, it's like every now and then Konami releases these archetypes where it's really obvious that they want you to pick them up and play them, so they make them very good. So when I read the Centurion cards, I'm like, this is how I felt when I was reading the Kashtira cards a year ago, and I was like, wow, what the fuck? 
it's going to be that type of deal. I'm not super looking forward to it because I know Joe is going to make it, even though he said he was never going to make a meta deck. And I'm also sure someone in our group at some point will make Unchained. Besides Demetrius, he's already playing it. Because we're all meta boys and everyone pretends that they're not, but everybody is. And uh, I mean, I think they'll be running around. I think that I'm just going to opt out of going first. I think I'm just going to play go second blowout uh, decks. Probably for the foreseeable future. I find it very surprising that Konami preemptively hit Pirelli, which after playing it so many times, I realized like why people hate that deck because I hate that deck now. It's so dumb. I just don't like the draw pets. The drawing is so frustrating to me. It's it's don't the whole deck is dumb. So um, now I see I, I see why like people are like like upset at the deck. But Pirelli got preemptively hit before it did anything like in the TCG, which was weird to me that, that it got hit. Unchained did not get hit at all. And they knew, like Konami knows that Unchained is going to be the next big thing. You know what I mean? Or is the next big thing right now. They should know. Yeah. <laughs> they, they haven't done anything. And I don't think they're going to, I mean, they're not going to do anything until at least the next ban list. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 that deck's safe for a while. But like, there's a couple of low effort hits that could have made it playable, but manageable. They could have hit Tour Guide to one. Uh, and it would have been very good still, but manageable. And they just kind of like chose not to do that. And I, I just like don't understand the, the rationale, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I don't know. And then, the, the, and then a couple of days ago, they announced a bunch of ice barrier shit. And I'm like, oh, that's and I'm cool. like, why? Because nobody likes ice. Bar Stop trying to make it happen. No, that shit. That shit make looks it a thing. Fun. Keep trying to make it a thing, it, bro. They have some interesting ass combos. They have a monster that's a discarded card. You can't activate monster effects. They have an anti spell as a monster. But, but they have a is, reborn twice. This is, per turn. This is what happens when a really bad as a, as someone who played heroes. This is what happens when a really bad archetype gets a bunch of support and you read it and you're like, oh my god. But then you have to realize that the shell with which you make it is so bad that it doesn't matter. It's kind of like it's kind of like how people are like heroes it's got it's got skill drain and it's got regeki and duster and and all this shit and it's got DP and I'm like, yeah, and then you have to play heroes. So you know <laughs> like okay. Any surprise decks that we think might vault themselves up? Oh, uh, not surprise. I don't think it's a surprise, but Flunderies is definitely going to be oh, yeah. one of the yeah. top decks of the format. Coming back. I mean, it already won YCS Cancun. It's coming back, baby. And they're not. And I, and I think it's one of those things where it would very, it'd be very unreasonable to hit any of the flu cards as it is because there is nothing that there is nothing one. that flu does that is unfair. You could make an argument for Featherstorm, of course. That's not a flu card, though. Yeah. Shifter is more like a general meta hit, though, right? Like, that's just, like, for the whole game. Yeah. Well, one the reason, dimensional shifter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, like, like it, George is right with flu. And then I, I guess the only other thing I can think of, because Magnumut is not going to be such an omnipresent threat, really any deck that plays, like, darks and lights and excess can now maybe breathe a little bit easier. So, like, one of the main reasons I stopped playing Hero is because, like, if you just get bestialed, like, once, then you just pass. And now that's maybe less likely, because the only deck playing bestials is... Dragon Link specifically. So, like, that's nice, you know? And then this might be a hot take, and I'd like to hear what you guys think. I think Branded will continue its precipitous decline into irrelevancy. I don't think that deck is very good, if I'm being really honest with you. I think the new Chimera stuff makes that, gives it new life. I agree. Oh, yeah. I think the new Chimera. I forgot that you could do that. The new yeah. Chimera stuff is definitely. But then there, there, there's always going to be the just the purest where it's like, I just want to play pure. Yeah. 
uh, Brandon. I don't think Brandon is a terrible deck. I don't. I, I know Nick hates it. I don't think it's terrible. I do think that it does require a good pilot. Very similar to Flandreys. A lot of people hate Flandreys, but I think that it does require like a great pilot in order to get those top spots at a regional or out of YCS. You can normal. You can bring out Mpen, but if you don't like, if you don't know your plays and you don't know what your opponent is playing, and well, you don't. You don't know what your opponent's playing, but you don't know how to. Uh, counter what your opponent's playing with your cards then it doesn't matter what you have you know what i mean you can have mpen out you can have a million negate well not a million but you can have a bunch of negates out and it won't do anything you know yeah that's valid yeah. i think that tyrellman's gonna t get a lot more what's that now oh yeah tyrellman's i could see I that because the the bestials are gone and our ice heart's gone the things that kept tier from being able to play are now gone so i think that i think tier is gonna the problem with that deck is like Bro, you're are you at the whim it's of the it's still, like, It still has, luck. yeah, it still has, because of all the hits, it still has a bit of fragility to it. So, you know, what's funny is that you can actually make Tier Laments Kashtira, not the card, like a combo. And that's actually, that's actually mm -hmm. not a terrible idea. I was actually thinking about yeah. doing that. You can smush the two together in a way that's actually pretty nice. And you can run a couple yeah. of the fusions and it, it actually meshes pretty well. Uh, the only card that doesn't mesh is Theosis, but like. You know, it's fine. And oh, another deck that might come up. Uh, I think Infernoble can see potentially some tops. And Infer Infernoble yep. is like actually pretty good after all the new stuff. The only problem is that that deck is very difficult to play. It's it's like not, I'm not going to say it's big brain, but it's not easy to learn those combos. You have to know exactly what you're doing. They're very long. They are. And then the other thing, like you've, like when we were chatting, Mel, it's one of those decks where if you do crack it, it really doesn't have like a turn two answer after the board is broken and it loses so hard to dark ruler and evenly and then of course the combination of the two so it loses to those separately but also those together really hard like really hard but i think it could see some some tops i'm hoping we continue to see the variety that we saw in terms of topping decks like there was no more than like three or four decks represent like that were made top cut it was always yeah. a variety so i hope it keeps up and i hope that rogue decks continue to like make a show and like galaxy eyes photon i know i know i actually i was like i thought that was shit. so cool but the, the the other thing is in the future we have a couple of decks coming that are not fully revealed so i mean there is centurion like we mentioned but there's also um all of the die the diabella star cards and those are not fully revealed yet they kind of to me at least when i read them they seem like they can go either way they're either going to be pretty good or pretty bad and i don't really like know which way that's going to go. It kind of depends what else is printed. Not all of them have been revealed yet. George, you had a thought. You were just making a thought. No, it's all good. But I mean, I am excited to uh, see how like this, uh, this meta unfolds. Putting away math mech for a while. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that good. This meta. I'm probably going to go back to birds. Birds are really good right now. I'm probably going to be, be doing that. And uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see how far they, uh, they take me. I know I definitely need to pick up some thrust. So yeah, yeah. Play, thrust is is nasty in this deck. It's like it's really good. It's really really good. Yeah. I, I I frankly don't really know what I'm gonna play. I think the options for me are birds or something that goes second and doesn't really give a shit what you do on turn one. Like I I I thought Grand that, Maju. no no <laughs> not Grand Maju. I've never been a Grand Maju enjoyer, but um like I I actually had a really great time playing pure go second board breaker striker because. I put in like 11, 12 go second cards, and I was like, you do whatever you want. I'm going to fuck you up. And um, that was a lot of fun, honestly. I could see why Mel did it for so long now. And then if I don't play either of those, maybe some sort of Hashtira brew, but 
that remains to be seen because I might have to buy some stuff for that. I was fully expecting to not put away Pirelli, but definitely put it down for a bit. But I guess I'm going to keep playing that. I, I, re- I picked up Tiamans and... As much as I gave so much shit to that deck, that deck is a lot of fucking mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of those that like chain like a million, chain like a million indeed. I think I was playing against Kevin and we got to chain like eight, which was fun. Oh my, that doesn't even like roll off no. the tongue. You right? really, you yeah, got, you got to really be careful about going through it. Oh, that. It was, yeah, and he of course I think Kevin had two cards on that chain, and I was like, all right, I have four chain links. What are yours? And he's like, I have this one, and I was like, okay, I have three more. Uh, <laughs> But yep. it's it's it, it couple like flu and uh, branded. It rewards players who play it and know what to do. I definitely wasn't playing it right at first, and I'm glad that I've picked it up. And I, and I think those I think those two I'm gonna stick to for the most part because I think we are. No, I was gonna say I think you'll do well with the uh, tier elements yeah. format. I don't think yeah you don't have anything to worry about anymore. I mean with barrier statue banned. I mean the, what, what the only thing you really need to worry about is what uh D barrier and uh, D shifter. D shifter is D shifter's harder. D barrier is not so bad because Tiramans play on your turn, like play on the opponent's turn. So like Oh, that's I, right. I'll, what I'll, what probably happens is you activate D barrier. I get um I think Shiren's the I think Shiren, I still have to learn the exact ones. I think Shiren's the hand it's like you activate a monster effect, I can summon in mill and off to the races. And it also and it also is helpful that like Tiramans can go first or second and don't mind going second because Shadal Fusion is a broken card. So I'm it hoping, sure is. I'm I'm hoping that I'm gonna switch between those two for the most part. Drop myself down to I think eight decks total. Yeah. And I'm I gave up a couple of them because I was like I'm never gonna. One other deck that I think will potentially get some attention and is very good and is very interesting to play is Marincess. Um, I do think Marincess can get some. God, I hate that. I hate that salads. it's going to get this oh, Rune Kaijus, man. I, I think I'm going to sort of take the approach of a. I played like a very meta deck for a while. I played Kashira for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea of playing not a meta deck and just. I hate. My least favorite thing about Yu Gi Oh! is that sometimes, depending on the deck you're playing, it feels like. If you lose the dice roll, then you already know that you probably lost the match unless you draw really well or your opponent draws badly, you know? That's just the way Yu-Gi-Oh! is sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes it is that way. And it's, it was especially true with Kashira sometimes, just because the way that deck works. So I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but to be honest with you, I'm just really reticent to pick up heroes again because not only do I have to learn the whole thing almost from scratch at this point... I just, like, I remain unconvinced that it's good, to be honest with you. Everyone always says that it's not a bad option. Like, everyone's always like, it's not that bad. It can do a lot of things, especially with the new stuff. And, like, I believe those people, but I just, like, cannot be convinced to pick it up. I just, like, don't know why, though. So, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Looking looking into the future, we are going to try and go to a couple of... I think George and I along with potentially a couple others, are going to uh, do YCS uh, Richmond, which just got announced. Uh, we're going to do that in November, uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, they haven't released the regional schedule for uh, Age of Overlord, which I think is the next main set. As we uh, yes. as we continue to record these, we will keep you updated. In- I might buy Diabella Star from that, to be honest with you. If that deck is good pure, uh, I might pick it up. You are because such that- a wife guy. I like the hips. I don't oh care what anyone God. says. She has, giant, she has giant. She has. She has giant hips. I don't like. I'm sorry. Yeah. What happens when I'm you come out? I'm at, sorry. At Fifteen. She's not fifteen. You can tell she's not fifteen. Oh sure. She's old. Mm-hmm. She's a witch. Mm-hmm. Um. No. But joking aside, if that deck is good, there's a strong chance I pick it up to play with Kashira. I've seen a couple of brews 
that have those things added together because she's a level 7. And it doesn't look like it's actually that bad. I have a lot of interest in Kashtira Adventure, but I don't like... I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not very good at like making deck lists. I, but like, I, sorry, this this circles back to a relevant thing. I would I would like to go to at least one more event before the new year, at least one, maybe two. But I really just like don't know what to bring to be honest with you because I yeah I had fun playing board breaker go second strikers, but I I just feel like that wouldn't do that good at a tournament because everybody knows exactly how that deck plays. Now, I mean I don't know I really don't know. And then I could play flu. The only thing that's stopping me from playing flu pretty regularly with you guys is number one. Um, the mirror, match? the mirror match would be an absolute disaster. Like, that's actually kind of like a primary reason. I feel like that would be terrible. But also, I, Flu, I played Flu so much, but it's like a little boring because the deck hasn't really changed much since it came out, and the <laughs> lines are exactly the same. So it's a little bit boring sometimes. I hear you. Like, I mean, I think you and I had this conversation, George, where we had both played it a lot, and it just gets a little bit boring. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, after a while, it... It does get boring because you, you're doing literally the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like reality. Yeah, I, I, I can see exactly what you mean. Like when it's like, I don't know if I, I don't know how long I'll, I don't know how long uh, will keep my attention. Yeah, the reality is at some point, just the Yu-Gi-Oh way, at some point I'm going to have to drop money on something. And I just don't know what it is yet. And I feel like I don't necessarily want to buy a really meta deck again. So I don't know. It depends. I got to see like what the tiers are looking at, uh, like what might be in tier two or rogue, something reasonable. We'll see. Depends on how it shakes out. I'm basically just waiting right now. Like it depends on how it shakes out. I just realized the next event we should be going to uh, October 8th. We are going to, at least I'm going to try and make Connecticut for the, it's at the Connecticut Convention Center. There's a regional oh. there. I'd like to go to that. Is, it, is that the one in uh, yep. Hartford? Oh, I could potentially make that. Ooh. I could I could potentially make that, actually. The, you know what it is also? Like, with all the new decks coming out, there's a lot of decks that are unexplored because Kashtir was the way it was. Like, like a lot of people really like Rescue Ace, but I feel like that deck never had a chance to really shine. A lot of people really like Vanquish Soul, but I, same thing, I feel like it didn't really have a chance to shine. Those might do something. I, I feel like I've been talking a lot. The only other thing I was going to say was I wanted to play Labyrinth, but I'm just really tired of playing something that's so dependent on going first, and Labyrinth is the epitome of that so i guess i just gotta like i have i don't know man i just gotta see what i want to do yeah yeah i think that there's the, the connecticut one that's all that monday is also a day off i think i get that I'm off definitely, yeah you do yeah nice maybe ooh. but yeah that's a, i'll be there for that i just noticed that i better put in the chat get people to well you have to play pirelli really there's no other option for you I could, well i mean you can play you can play whatever you want but like yeah, pirelli yeah. is probably one of your pirelli, strongest yeah pirelli is probably what i'll go with uh, i have to the bill that I brought, I was not happy with. Ah, uh, yes. I remember you saying you seemed very yeah, unhappy. I was with very it. frustrated with it. But I think I played it. Crossout's a good card, except Crossout does only a couple. Crossout is only a good card if people are playing the hand traps that you're playing and you have to draw it. Yeah, um, I, I had this experience with Crossout when I was playing uh, any number of decks, to be honest with you, because yeah. a lot of them, I've tried it a lot, actually. Uh, well... If you do see us, or if you see uh, our sister brother podcast uh, Semi Limited at these events, please give it. Please say hi to us. Uh, we are very, for the most part, very friendly, uh, and we are very happy. Except Joseph, yeah, <laughs> Joseph will break dance fight with you. And don't if he says there's no such thing as break dance fighting, don't listen. Yeah, I know for a fact there's such thing as break dance fighting. Movies don't lie. He does do that. He'll be like chaining two, and he'll like flip like and like a cardi set that turn, and I'll be like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Say hi, yeah, say hi to us. We're very happy to say 
I and we're gonna make an effort to stay for the entire yes oh absolutely um, mm -hmm. all right well this has been uh, hopefully you enjoyed our return we are going to be a bit more consistent again shout out to semi limited he said that we inspired him to start the podcast he's ins he's inspiring us a bit to continue with it so hopefully in a future episode we'll have him on he can talk mad shit of course of course <laughs> keep an eye out for future episodes let us know what you would like us to talk about we try and keep a little bit varied we also have a bunch of skits and uh segments that we've recorded we just have not released them and at this point they're too far gone so we'll have to re-record look out for some good content moving. yeah absolutely so this has been heart of the podcast with mstc i'm mel i am not joseph i am not george i, I forgot that you all just do i'm half <laughs> expecting joseph to show up yell yeah, to show up and ignore me like i'm joseph <laughs> maybe we'll edit that in as a little sound bite we should we should edit that in <laughs> uh we'll see you next time Peace. Bye. 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 Uh.